Hi, I'm Simon Bamford. You're listening to Midwest Monsters Podcast, and we want to know what's your pleasure. I'm excited. I'm sorry. I picked this topic. I love this movie. That's a scary movie. It's a scary movie. And it still affects me just the same. I cannot put that on. I gotta tell you, something about this movie worked for me. I was like, it rocked. So, I mean, that's kind of, that's debatable. But, I mean, it's a great movie. That, you know, it's my right as a viewer, as somebody who spends my money and time to go watch these films, to have my opinions and be disappointed. But that's what I love about about this group doing this podcast right now is that on so many pages <laughs> we're like right there with each other. But then I mean it, it's it's almost inevitable that uh, you know half the time we're going to go you're out of your mind. You are out of your mind. I'm sorry, but that's... Welcome to the Midwest Monster Podcast. And now, here are your hosts. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Midwest Monsters Podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Grizzly Abner, and I'm joined by my homeboys. I'm Mad Mad Chan. Professor Wagstaff. Glad to be here with you again, friends. We're coming at you with another franchise. We haven't done a franchise in a while, except the Psycho one, just a couple episodes ago. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like it had been a while before that. Yeah. I think we took a little break from franchises, you know. Um, So, tonight's franchise... Uh, is you call it that it's a very controversial one in the horror world that's a joke it's not <laughs> uh, i don't think anyone cares about this franchise <laughs> but uh, we felt moved to do it and we are doing the ghoulies series or ghoulies yeah, I, I, I thought it was ghoulies yeah it's about robert goulet uh or the goulet center in connersville is that what's that <laughs> i don't, I don't know, know cambridge cambridge that's right <laughs> the, I don't know what y'all are talking about oh so cool movie stars yeah yeah so um boy ghoulies initial impressions where where's your head at where where do you start let me ask you this where what's your first earliest memory of ghoulies and uh where were you at when you you went into the series couldn't even begin to tell you what age i was at i was small yeah i mean i do i do remember that um i remember thinking the the ghoulies themselves were fucking ridiculous then (laughs) and uh i mean I, I guess one and two always kind of ran together for me because after watching them again for this show, they run together. My memories of them. Yeah, this is somehow worse than I expected with these movies as a whole. Um, and I'll just say this. I did think that this was more 90s driven until mm-hmm. I started looking at this. I And what I thought was part one was part two right? because I'd seen a little bit of that back in the day, right? a very minimal amount. And I always just thought that's what it was. So when I started the first one for when it was made and what it was, I was very surprised. But yeah, initial thoughts. Obviously, come on. What do you remember from the cover art? The toilet. Toilets. The toilet. yeah. Always, yeah. always yeah. the toilets. Yeah. Always the toilets on something uh, because they made these movies at the toilet store. <laughs> Oh, that was a joke. That was a oh, joke. Come on, guys. Uh, here with me. Uh, oh, wow. Check the pulse. Yes. Check the pulse here. Yeah, we're far uh, from it. And uh, and I, I always remember the college one. But I also think that I, I confused this um, the series with Munchies. Remember that was another little critter feature? Munchies, anybody? I don't know anything about it. No? Dude, I'm with you, but I did. I mean, I can see why. I mean, come on, there was critters with the ghoulies, yeah. gremlins, munchies. I mean, just so many different ones. Munchies, obviously, the the least known of all of them. But there was the munchie going underneath the woman's skirt, I think, on the one cover art. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, yeah, another ghoulies movie. Wait, that's not. But I remember the college one because I think they were coming out of toilets with mortar boards and diplomas. Yeah. You guys remember like that? Yeah. 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 Boy, love the enthusiasm going Well, no, this. but that was the thing, like. <laughs> Like it wasn't Ghoulies Three, it was Ghoulies Go to College. That's like right. they later tacked Ghoulies Three onto that, but I mean we'll get into that later. So I never really, I guess I never associated. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see Ghoulies Three until yeah, like yesterday here. today. Now, did you guys hear about the what the toilet art did as a re, as a result from it? 
Mm-mm. It's, oh, it's not pertinent to the movie. I'll just mention it now. Oh, did they re, that they had to refilm that scene? Well, yeah, they yeah. added the scene to go with the art because they were afraid. But um, what it was was they uh, Charles Band yeah. said he got stacks and stacks of hate mail. Oh yeah, because children refused to potty train because it scared them. Just yeah. just from oh, the poster. Sense. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. The, this the scene that wasn't in the movie that they they devised as a gimmick for the poster art. A, they had to film a scene for, and then also it ended up causing a big stir with scaring children. I, I read in one of the uh, trivia things that Charles Band always took uh, credit for that, for coming up with that artwork. And then uh, a couple of years ago on some kind of commentary track, he finally fessed up that somebody else brought it to him. And he thought it was dumb at first, but then decided to take credit for it and go with it. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's so prominent in two and three, but it's an afterthought in one. Yeah. 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 No, that's a good point. I didn't even read that in the trivia. So. Well, a ghoulie in a toilet bowl sums up the whole fucking franchise, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because I go into a lot of these movies, not reading the trivia. Cause I know you guys will, will come in with a lot more of the facts and right. I'm just going to go into it with dude. All what? my facts are from this series came from trivia, honestly, because yeah. I know I knew nothing mm-hmm. of ghoulies. Scream Factory interviews were more interesting than large quantities of the. I didn't even films. watch mine, man. I didn't even get that far into this. <laughs> so, Mad Chan, I think we just need to start with Ghoulies One. Uh, we don't know where this is going to go uh, as a uh, as an episode, so let's just roll <laughs> with it. Uh, I doubt uh, it'll probably be long. Eh, I don't know if it'll be longer than Critters. We'll we'll take a shot. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so Ghoulies. 1984, directed by Luca. I want to say Berko, Berkovici. Luca Brazzi. Berkovici. Yeah. Sleeps with the fishes. Yeah, yeah. Luca Brazzi, and then Luca Brazzi also wrote it with Jeffrey Levy. Stars uh, Peter. Dude, I'm gonna fuck a lot of these names up, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Peter Lapis coming hot off the gate with the f bombs. <laughs> Sorry. Nobody's listening. No, to this no, I, I legit. No, dude, I legit went through all these names and I I know one. Uh, Peter Lapias played Jonathan Graves. Lisa Pelican played Rebecca. Michael Des Barras played Malcolm Graves, the the guy who comes back at the end. Uh, Jack Nance was Wolfgang, but the only person I knew in this whole movie was Mariska Hargitay in her first movie playing Donna. And uh, I just got to put this out there real quick before anybody else spoils it. Like she was hot in this movie. I'm sorry. Like she still is. I've seen 13 seasons of SVU and she was hot in this movie. I'm saying, man. Uh, my favorite memory of Mariska Hargitay is uh, Tiffany would always bring up the love guru because that was like, instead of saying namaste, right. he would say Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> and I've never seen that movie. Never planned on seeing it, but however, that's funny. Yes. Is that the Mike Myers movie? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see it. Never. Yeah. Him I dig and, that uh, though. Him and Justin Timberlake. So yeah. I saw it. Mariska Hargitay. Mariska so whenever Hargitay. I see Mariska Hargitay, that's all I think of. <laughs> yes. Uh, but she is a good looking woman. So we come in. And uh, what year did you say this was? 1984. 84. Yeah, you were you were three. I was two. Two, two. going on three for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I was not watching this then. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. either. Well, I'm glad I missed this one. Yeah. Uh, so we have a satanic cult. That's how we open with. And uh, they're doing weird things. And they're going to sacrifice a baby. But then yeah. the mother is very adamant that uh, you promised you wouldn't sacrifice babies. I, I respect how hard line she is on this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and so You wouldn't uh, sacrifice our baby. That's right. Our that's baby. right. So uh she ends up being the replacement and uh, this guy takes the baby outside and now we catch up twenty years later. The baby has grown up and he has inherited the home. The home. Um Yeah. So <laughs> how do you feel at this point in the film? Right up front, I don't like that we saw the ghoulies in the opening ritual. Yeah. Like the opening ritual with something scurrying in the shadows would have been a lot better for me. But the fact that they flat out, like, here you go. Here's all of our ghoulies right now. That kind of right up front. I was like, okay, so you have nothing left to be scared of because nothing, unless they do something more, these are the little furry things that are going to come running at me. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Like from that point. I mean, that's just my opening thought on that. Yeah, I yeah. feel like they couldn't have handled it any worse because they show them early. Yeah. And then where do they go? Yeah, it's it's all driven by the seance behavior. This right. movie called Ghoulies with the art that they have for it, right. and they blow their wad at the beginning, and see, then it's just you don't it, care. See, and you kind of I the thing that makes me wonder is 
all the other ghoulies are these like hairy rat-esque type creatures and then you've got the one in the first movie then you've got the one green guy he mm. comes back in two and three but yeah. no that's what i'm saying but that's yeah right. he does like everybody he doesn't really fit the mold of those other ones Bitch, and he's the one the rhyme scheme right and he's the one that they use on the posters so yeah, that, yeah. that was kind of weird he's the popular one right so and my other thing my second note is I've never been at a party and somebody was like, hey, yo, let's conjure up a demon or something. Yeah. Because that just seems so weird and out of place. It seems very pedestrian for him. They're like, well, sure, yeah, let's go Yeah, ahead and, like these go guys are just that. like, let's do that, bro. I'm down. Because they were like, do you want to play, um, what was it? The, do you want to play Trivial Pursuit? And they're like, we can do that. <laughs> or we could conjure up a psycho hell beast and I'll get fucked for the night. Let's do that. I'm down. I just, no, and that's, I've never been at a party and somebody did that. Like, if you want to play the Ouija board? Sure. Do you want to bring a demon from hell? Eh, not as much. Maybe yeah. tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, so it's weird. The baby grows up, and he's the dude, and he inherits the house, and we find out that the, the, the groundskeeper is the guy that rescued him. Yes. You know? um, and yeah, so yeah, you're right, Mad Chan. He wants to do these weird things, and we don't even... Like, he just gets drawn into it. Like, he's not a weird guy to begin with, but all of a sudden he finds these books on the occult. And he's just drawn to it, and he wants to do these party tricks with these people. Right. And he summons the ghoulies. Brings them out. Brings them out. Which, can we be honest? This first movie was supposed to be a legit horror movie. Yeah. I, I thought so. Yeah. I really did. I thought it was supposed to be horror. And uh, I really, in watching the sequels, I am proud of the sequels for understanding, like, oh, God, we tried to make a horror film called yeah. Ghoulies. Let's just have fun now. Yeah. I do respect that about two and three, not mm -hmm. the fourth one, because the fourth one tries to be horror again. But yeah, I'm like, really? You're trying to make a legit horror movie with little ship puppets? I sound like Jim Leahy here. Oh, but, uh... <laughs> yeah, you do. And you know, that's weird that you said that. The one puppet legit looks like the Golagothan from from Dogma. Yeah. He's got the, the horns up here. Yep. And yeah, the, his and whole face, one. he legit looks like. So that's what I thought, too. I was like, is that the damn shit demon? <laughs> and I let it go after that. And it was just a side note. But I'm, I'm glad you said little shit puppets because <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah, this, it was weird. Uh, the only thing I, that with this is it seems like it is ahead of its time in the sense of the straight-to-video feel. It's like, congratulations, you managed to mimic a future shitty type of film before it was <laughs> right. prevalent. Because that's what it feels like. You know what I mean? Like, like what you would have went to see that movie for, it did not deliver. And right. to me, there isn't a redeeming quality that usually with this genre you can pull from, like whether it be really funny or gory or actually scary or any of those things. Like it, it had none of that. It was just boring. Yeah, it, it really There was. wasn't even laugh relief to it because it took itself serious. Like right. you were talking exactly. about. Exactly. There is no laugh relief except for that weird guy at the party who talks in different voices. Oh, toad, yeah. the toad guy? Yeah. One, Mariska Hargitay would never have sex with that dude and two Amen. um the blonde guy from the police academy movies the guy that the stoner guy yeah like that dude just i mean he just almost took that out of me or out of took away from the movie like what little of the movie there was yep. like he almost took that away because i just didn't get it like he was the one that you didn't need him and the the was it dick did he get yeah, i'm the dick you know the guy mm. who ends up having sex with that girl oh, yeah. and drinking the beer and stuff like those two characters were just, they didn't even fit. Mm -hmm. Like, I can believe characters in other movies like Return of the Living Dead, like Trash and the, that whole group of kids w with their weird names and their out there look. I can believe that even as an 80s movie as those characters because they fit that. Our main two characters, she was mad at him for not going back to school that semester. Neither one of those people were under 35. Not right. <laughs> I mean, I don't buy this early 20-something couple when both these people look to be in their mid-30s. That also just pissed me off. Yeah. Like, he's just like, well, 25 years ago. I was like, no, dude, you're 35. Easy. Right. Like, no. So that took me out of it, man. Movie there was just poop. a lot of things. <laughs> it's poop. Guys, right. straight poop. guys. Huh. Let's talk about the dwarves. Oh, <laughs> did you think the one, I wrote this down, did you think the one was, was Warwick hot? Davis? <laughs> no, I thought she was hot. She what? Was you guys hot. tricked me into saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the one was Warwick Davis and a mustache and and a wig because he they has all, his mannerisms. They all look the same, Chad. <laughs> you know, I knew somebody was going to say that, but legit, 
like if you think about him in uh if you think about him in like Harry Potter with the big mustache, I legit thought that was him and then later found out it wasn't. Yeah. So for five minutes I wasn't even caring about what was happening on screen. I was like, Is that Warwick Davis? Is that not wait? When did Empire come out? No, dude, he was eleven. That's not <laughs> like I legit did that for like five minutes, man. Nice. <laughs> they were interesting. I don't even want to call them tertiary characters. At this point, they're like the fourth or fifth line of characters when you're yeah. in the film. You know? <laughs> they're not even background. They're like background to the background. Um, and I love when they chase down that one ghoulie and catch it and beat it up. <laughs> That's one of the they're only... With the bat. Yeah, it's one of the only redeemable scenes in this film for me. Uh, do you want to see my biggest note? My best note? I want to hear it. And I've already blew it. Blew my wad on it. Mariska Hargate was hot in this movie. H A W T. Like that's my biggest thing. H A W T. I put that. You can read that. it right here, man. Like Mariska Hargate was hot in this movie. Um, the dead daddy returning from the grave. Yeah. I was over that. Like I was so over that before it even started. Um, the dummy comes to life. Like he's in the chair, and then he pops up in the closet. Like you can tell. Like you said, it. They they wanted to be serious. Mm-hmm. And just never got going, man. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot else to say I, about I this. I don't. This is one of the installment. worst movies we've covered for this show, I think. This is, I think, I don't want to say, it's a toss-up between this one and four for what's the worst of this franchise. Because oh, right. two and three had some enjoyable moments. Yeah, yeah. Moments. Uh, but this was bad. I mean, this was, and this was supposed to be, this is the flagship, and this is what launched three more sequels. This is bad. Yeah. Well, I got a question. Was the blonde guy, and this is a legit question, was the blonde guy and his drinking buddy, the guy he was getting high with, were they supposed to be, were they supposed to be a gay couple? Like, it almost think, felt like that because we've been drunk together many a times and we don't act like that. And they were real when friendly. We're not making out. No, no, seriously, when we're not making out, we you still don't, don't act like you that. You just don't notice. No, I, maybe I don't. But it almost seems like they wanted to be edgy and go that route. But they didn't want to come right out and say it because they they sit real close. They they lean into each other. They talk to each other. Like all the body language and stuff is there. And I was just like, is this a layer that you wanted to add and then just freaked out at the last minute couldn't pull off? I don't know, man. There was just a lot about this movie, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. And the whole good bad guy versus bad bad guy thing at the end. Yeah, I was done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just kinda kept, was awesome. I kind of just kept staring Ghoulies? at the cover art during the last third of the movie. Just look at this. <laughs> Did you guys watch Ghoulies? It was awesome. <laughs> you guys seen that Ghoulies movie, man? <laughs> you want to move on? Yes. Yeah. The sooner we get through part four, the sooner we're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, like closing thoughts on Ghoulies, man. I think I said it the best. Okay. I, I can't believe that this is what launched yeah. three more sequels, and two and three were the most. The most enjoyable. Yeah. I'm not saying they were enjoyable. Out of I'm just the, saying they were most enjoyable the out of the, the, the quadrilogy. Yeah. I would say just out of curiosity for the special effects and you know Charles Band production and you know check it out for that. Yeah, you know yeah, if it's yeah. a true curiosity, but just don't expect much. Dude, like this would be that kind of movie that because there would there wasn't any nudity in the movie. Nope. Wasn't really much cussing. I've cussed more so far in this episode. Yep. Um so this could be one of those things like if your your kid's coming up and he's just like, hey, man, I want to watch a horror movie. Or I want me and my friends want to watch a scary movie. You might legit get them ghoulies, man. Like that could be something that they could cut their teeth on because it's not great. And it'll set them up for further disappointments. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'd get them ghoulies before I'd get them ghoulies. Critters before I get them. <laughs> I'd get them ghoulies before I'd get them ghoulies. Legit, a couple times I wrote critters in my notes, and I was like, shit, this is a critters. This is I'd ghoulies. get them goonies before I'd get them ghoulies or critters. <laughs> you see what this film does to me? I'd get them ghoulies before i get them ghoulies. Oh, man. That, no, but for real, dude, that's a good mess up. Yeah. You did that one good. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Ghoulies Part 2. Oh, Ghoulies Part 2, 1988, directed <laughs> by Albert Band. Uh, writers Dennis Paoli, Paoli, I think th- I, I think it's Paoli. And I'm not playing, dude. Like some of these names are just out there, and I always have trouble. So the director, the brother names. of Charles. I don't I, really know. Well, I'm sure I'm obviously of some relation, but 
Right. Um, we have Larry played by Damon Martin, who I've you've seen him in other movies before, but he just wasn't like high on my radar. Then yeah. you've got Uncle Ned played by Royal Dano and Sir Nigel Pennyweight by the great Phil uh, Fondacaro. Yeah. Love this dude and everything. Great, great yeah. and everything he does. And then one of my favorite roles, who really wasn't that big in the movie, but a guy that I've met, and he's a real cool cat, was Sasha Jensen played a played a small mm-hmm. role as one of the making out teenagers. Oh, he was the guy. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's from, he's in Days of Confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And Halloween, Halloween 4. 4. Right. Thank you. Right. So, I, I mean, I thought that was a neat little yeah. in there. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, Ghoulies 2 is the setup. We we get the beginning, and you've got an old man trying to destroy the Ghoulies. Right. Not working. They they turn on him, and he gets... Does he get dumped in the bottle of acid? The, the barrel the, of acid? Yeah, that's yeah. A, my first note is I always leave my toxic solvent in the middle of a room. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so the Ghoulies I thought that was then funny. escape... And, and there's a flying one. We what is, a flying the, one. the flying one and then the, the big toad looking one or the big reptilian like, blah. Yeah. I love that ghoulie, man. So, I, I like his look. He's fat like me. <laughs> so they jump in uh, a semi-truck, which is known as, uh, what was it, Hell's, what was the? the Did nobody write that down? I didn't. Devil's I know, Playground. I know what you're Devil's, about. Devil's yeah. Den. Devil's Den. Yeah. That's right. The Devil's Den. Yeah. So we find out this is going to take place. I was place wondering. A, I was like, did nobody else write that? This is going to take place at a carnival, <laughs> and that's one of the only things I liked about this. Right. I think it did uh, the carnival atmosphere yeah. very well. The colors, the scenes, the sounds. I love that about it. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, but the Devil's Den was the haunted attraction at the carnival. So, initial thoughts on Ghoulies Two. I already had had more fun ten minutes into this than I did the entire first film. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, the the scene where it's like, have you seen my little Muffy? And the guy's like, who has it? Set the tone for the whole movie. I believe. Like, it's like, oh, okay, so they already know. Yeah. Like, we should, like if they didn't tell us what the flying one, it's like, they already know. Like, this is a joke. This right. is comedy. Right. So I kind of, I dug yeah. into that. Yeah. It almost felt like this one was made for TV. Did you get that feeling? A little bit. Because uh, like the pendulum swinging, you don't see him cut dude in half. The st- we do cutaways on some of the stabs and and yeah. the st- even the stretching. So it almost felt like this was a made-for-TV movie. And a sequel with no nudity. Mm-hmm. You know, which is yeah. kind of So uh, we've had taboo. two movies so far with no nudity. And this is a taboo in the sequel world. Yeah. As we talked about on our sequel episode. Right. Yeah. Well, and it may have just been for marketability. I mean, yeah. you, if you keep this water down like this, you... You know, TV, foreign markets, endless possibilities, and Charles Band knows how to make money. So, I mean, he may have done that on purpose. What else has Band done? Oh, what was he specific for for writing? It's like the Puppet Master movies. Right, right. Okay. And, uh, full, moon, yeah. full Moon movies. And... Not sure off the top of my head what exactly okay. he did, but... but he's behind all those. Yeah. Um, I like when the two little kids go in and they're just kicking stuff yeah and little jerks it's so funny because i knew those kids growing up and then i like when he throws his ninja star at the one ghoulie <laughs> and he and catches he, it in his mouth yep and he eats it <laughs> and then he barfs green slime <laughs> i gotta say the green slime was a great addition this is building on the mythos of the ghoulie yeah. uh we they start barfing green slime in this film i like that you actually get to see the ghoulies a lot yeah I, I just that drove me nuts in part one, and I loved that. I felt like Buchler really got his creatures that he had created out there as the center driving force, clearly of this movie. Yeah. So I mean it, and like I said earlier at the beginning of the episode, I had seen just a little bit of this whenever when I was younger, and this is what I thought of as the movie. So when I sat through one, I was like, "What in the hell is this?" Hey, this is your recommendation. This is your fault. Oh, it just. <laughs> No, no. Hey, say I, recommendation. Wasn't, I wasn't on that. I wasn't on that. It's okay. <laughs> well, selection, not yeah. recommendation. Right. I, I was in on Son that. Son of a bitch. Because I think I think we I think we both bought them Scream Factories and was mm-hmm. like, let's utilize these. Yeah. I think that's what happened there. I bought it on DVD. I wasn't recommended it. You guys got it on Blu-ray. Now we have to watch them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. I don't know, man. I I I feel like you. I said that kind of earlier. 
uh, the the first two movies really ran together for me because I remember specific things from the first movie, mm-hmm. like uh, the guy dipping his hand into the pond and it coming back with the black sludge on it. I remembered those things, but I have always thought that was like the same movie. I didn't realize, yeah, until watching them again. So, um, I just need to know. These are some very elaborate sets for carnival attractions, like this evil devil's den that they're in. Mm-hmm. It's like this huge pop-up building with back rooms and inside yeah. rooms and 15,000 attractions. And I'm like, really, dude? That came out of that little semi? Hey, you ain't got this for traveling? <laughs> for yeah, real. Right. I thought that was kind of crazy. Um, how does everybody have books on making demons appear and disappear? <laughs> I mean, did I miss a fucking meeting? Like, were things handed out when I was on vacation? Like, Was this at the Scholastic <laughs> Book Fair? I, I didn't I, get really if it was, I didn't see it because all I was getting was shark books. Oh, yeah. And Lamborghini folders. I can remember my teacher oh, saying, son. Ryan, you want you want more shark books? Sorry, I'm <laughs> desperate to veer off. Oh, you're so good, man. Um, um, I love the bumper cars. You got Ghoulies driving bumper cars. That was funny. <laughs> Dude, you see the Ghoulies so much in this flick that they're nowhere. I forgot about that. That was kind of great. <laughs> Do you see the Ghoulies so much in this movie that they're nowhere near scary? No. This is like no, right no, on. We good, but that's what you start to like about it, though. Yeah. It's like to, like you said earlier that they're not, you know, trying to be stuffy about it and serious. It's like they realize, man, if we're gonna make some more money, we need to get dumb and have fun with this. Right, right. Um, I'm a magician, you son of a bitch. You can't kill me. <laughs> that was great. I did love that. Oh man, man, yeah. did you guys notice the Return of the Living Dead cover art zombies? Inside the attraction? Aha! Check this out, folks. So there's a scene in the movie where Larry comes back in and he's been forced out. Um, the, The attraction's been taken over. There's a security guard outside. So Larry comes in and he's getting his leather jacket. When Larry gets his leather jacket, he's leaving the attraction. And on the wall behind him on the right side, in green, is the cover art... Return of the Living Dead zombies from the poster spray painted on the wall. And it's just a nice little throw in. That's cool. That if you know what it is, it's awesome. If you don't know what it is, they're just two righteous looking zombies on the wall. But I thought that was awesome, man. I missed it. You guys have to go back through and watch that, man. That's probably playing on my phone. Those <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely doing that. Uh, a lot of points in these films. Yeah, that's all right, though. Um, we get an iconic toilet shot again. Oh, of uh, course. You know. Uh, but then we get the big one. I didn't get a big one watching this one. <laughs> oh, we've taken a turn, folks. Oh, I mean, the poop. Uh, we get the big ghoulie coming out. Uh, oh, the, yeah. Are we there already? I had so much more. All right. Well, <laughs> well, we'll let you take over. Wake us up when you're done. No, no. Well, I got a few things. But, yeah, no, they do get the big ghoulie. They summon a big ghoulie who, why? <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead, man. From the TV oh, I'm ready show. to wrap it up. Tell me what you got. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> the ghoulies being out in the carnival was ridiculous just to start with. Yeah. Like shooting the guns, riding the go-karts, or the uh, bumper cars. I like the ghoulie when he actually attacks somebody on the toilet, like you said. That was that yeah. was good. That was a good little thing, man. Um, It was kind of weird that it all came back full circle. The former tightrope walker is put in a situation where she has oh, yeah, to climb right. to the top that's right. and face her fear of heights in order to send the creatures back to hell. I feel like that was an afterthought because that came so late in the movie. Yeah, I yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying there. And um, in summoning the biggest, baddest ghoulie of all. He went out like a... He went out like a bitch. Yep. Yeah. But he only ate three of the five ghoulies that were running around. Did you notice that? Right. Like he was going around eating the ghoulies, and there's five of them. They've showed us five the whole movie. This time a gun eats three of them, and then it's just like, that's it. I'm coming after you people now. He's like, well, I'm full. Cool. Oh, man. I, I wish you guys wouldn't play on your phones as much well, while I'm we're trying to, to do this the, episode. The ghoulies 2 artwork was. was <laughs> the was same different. as ghoulies 1 with yeah, another ghoulie. Yeah. <laughs> now there's a new ghoulie. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was just trying to see what the Ghoulies' artwork was, but uh, yeah, and he's writing two with lipstick. Yes, 
I was posting pictures on our social media. Um, <laughs> they obviously don't understand the Molotov cocktail and how it works. <laughs> I wrote the same note. That was hilarious. I wrote the same note. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I just put something. I was like, he's like, I'm making a Molotov cocktail. And he like swallows it and then it he blows <laughs> up. Like, he blows up. That's where most of the budget went, was blowing that ghoulie up at the end. He blows <laughs> up. And I was like, boy, not like any Molotov cocktails I've ever thrown. Yeah, it's pretty. The point of a Molotov cocktail is the bottle breaks, the the flammable liquid spreads, and the fire spreads with the you liquid. Said big fire, yeah. You don't eat it, and it blows you up. Right. This is not uh, an. Uh, this is this is an incendiary, not an explosionary. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's all I've got for two, uh, Professor. You got anything else to? You have a lot for two. I've read your notes. They're they're you... extensive. You don't, why are you holding back? Here, do you want to read the first five things off of it for me? <laughs> no, that's your job. Yeah. He legit has nothing written. Oh, nothing? Well, I mean, One, you've got five. Two, three, four. What the hell am I supposed to write on this pile of shit? <laughs> There's your finishing up for part two. All right, into part two. Moving into part three with Matt Chan playing on his phone after he called yeah. us out. Well, I wanted to see what he put on our social <laughs> <laughs> I had to see what he posted on our social media, man. Oh, Lord of mercy. So, we've got Ghoulies Go to College. It wasn't Ghoulies 3, and the, that came, I guess, later Yeah. when they tacked that on there just for People, it took reasons. a while to figure it out. Yeah, it's like people Ghoulies like, oh. Go to College. Yeah, There was a rumor going around. A lot of people on the inside were like, guys, I heard that Ghoulies Goes to College is actually just Ghoulies 3. <laughs> <laughs> I evidently missed the beginning of this one. <laughs> so, all right. I Gu- love Ghoulies Go to College. Ghoulies Go to College. Right on. Ghoulies Go to College, 1991, director John Carl Beekler and writer Brent Olson. Uh, Beekler is a big special effects guy. Beekler is the guy who brought you uh, Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th Part 7. He's the guy who brought you, um, what's his name, Victor Crowley from the Hatchet movies. Right. And uh, he's the guy who brought you. Ghoulies. Ghoulies three. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, as we see on the cover art here, as I show you, uh, the the ghoulies in their gowns and mortarboards <laughs> coming out of a toilet. Yep. All right, so we have Skip Carter played by Evan McKenzie, Professor Ragnar played by Kevin McCarthy of all people. Yeah, this guy, <laughs> dude. I mean, there's a lot of money exchanging hands here. Um, Aaron Riddle played by Eva Larue. Who's amazing, by the way. If you guys haven't seen her, she's on soap operas. She's the director. She's amazing. Is she the um, blonde one? Huh? Is she the blonde one? No, she's the dark haired one. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Mookie, played by Patrick. Is it Laboya True? I can't ever pronounce it. I, those. That's what I'm saying. Those, those Cajun names. Those Cajun names, yeah. But he's the guy from. Uh, I mean, he was in. Um, he was a football player in summer school. I mean, the cat's been in a lot of stuff. One of my favorites, Jason Scott Lee, pops up in this movie, and I love me some Jason Scott Lee. And Dra- Dragon's one of my favorite movies. I love Jason Lee. Scott Lee, <laughs> he's a guy from the Jungle Book. He did Balls of Fury, sir. And uh, a young Matthew Lillard plays the stork in this movie. And if you blink, well, if you blink three times, you'll miss him. But he's got glasses and a bowl cut. Yeah, he's. He... Oh. And we can't give her. Who was the blonde, Robert? Do you remember the blonde's name? Lord have mercy. She was, I found this out later after watching this movie. She was the Playboy Playmate 1985. A lot of Playmates show up in these. these (laughs) They really do. Um, So, Ghoulies Go to College is set um, on a farm. Joking. College. I I love that we hate these movies so much we can't take a joke right now. Oh, dude, Um, I I love these movies. These movies are so amazing. uh, Her name is Hope Marie Carlton. I had to throw that out there because she was legit a Playboy Playmate in 1985. And she is naked through a lot of this movie. She is the reason I watched this movie. It's afterwards. Uh, So we start off, we're at college, and we're in the midst of Prank wars. Ooh. Prank wars are going down. Mad Chan's Ooh. got a comment. Oh, right out the gate. The ghoulies are bigger. They talk, and apparently they're the fucking Stooges reincarnated. What is going on with this movie? Yeah, the ghoulies talk. But they're the Stooges. They keep banging their heads together and slapping the eyes. And... 
Dude, what is going on with the ghoulies, man? Man, I I just don't. I know. love this movie. This is my favorite movie. <laughs> I'm not playing. <laughs> this is my favorite of the series by far. That's not saying a lot, but I guess I've got to say it's my favorite of the series. Yay! Yeah. No, three by leaps and bounds. But I understand you. You have your own point of view. <laughs> you bring it's not your, mine. You bring it's not your own right, unique life but... <laughs> experiences to the story. Um, what do you think about Kane Hodder, man? Right out the gate, Kane Hodder makes his appearance in this movie. What's he do? He gets in the mop bucket. The mop bucket. Was the guy tying his shoe. Yeah, that's Kane, man. What? I don't even pay attention. Do you have a sweet mullet? would this have been after part seven, where Buchler would have said, hey, come have a small role. 87 to 91. So it's like so a couple years. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so you got the prank wars going Why on. Why are you fixated on that, man? I'm trying to set the, story. <laughs> the prank wars were before the Talking Ghoulies, but you jumped the gun. The prank, prank. the prank wars weren't before the Talking Ghoulies. Talking yes, Ghoulies were. happened in the very yep. opening part of the scene. When the kid goes into the bathroom for the first time and the magazine gets lost. You're right. The Ghoulies You're come right. out and start talking to him. My bad. My bad. I will now commit Eric Carey. This is my favorite movie. <laughs> Um, Go ahead, bro. What about, it's funny, building on to the, the Ghoulies being the Three Stooges, when the first time they pop their head around that, that uh, door, you get the NBC tune. Yeah, do, do, do. And I remember at one point in this film looking at the timestamp and going, boy, there's still an hour left. <laughs> <laughs> 30 minutes in, I'm like, well, this, I've been entertained. Can we wrap this up? Oh, there's still an hour left. <laughs> I think they're gonna kill everything I liked about this movie. <laughs> oh, dude, bro, I wrote some. I wrote some things like the one-liners in this movie. Oh, man. absolutely horrible, but I loved them so much. It's like some girls will do anything for a buck because that woman comes yeah. out of, with her with her boobs out and a deer head on her head, yeah. and then the, his girlfriend walks in and goes, "Nobody told me this was a stag party." Yeah, <laughs> that's a great set of lines. I'm loving it, dude. And then the, the the bra gets thrown on the one ghoulie, and he goes, "Boy, that's more than a mouthful." <laughs> exactly. Just oh, come on. You want to know one of my notes, Grizz? I think you'll appreciate this. Yeah. It says the ghoulies in this movie are ruining this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great. Movie. I really believe that John Carl Beekler wanted to make a college movie. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, yeah. "Why don't you throw some ghoulies in that?" And he's like. Okay. Well, I've got to. Because <laughs> legit, it has everything. It's got the prank wars, the two frats, the girlfriend yeah. who's torn between the two, a panty raid. It's got everything that a, that a 1980s college movie will have, but you throw some ghoulies in there. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly the ghoulies right. are like the stooge-ass college kids that you would make do your do your bidding. Yeah. I think That's this the was, role they play, dude. This is supposed to be like a prank animal This is house. like, somebody was like Animal House 2. Ghoulies go to college. I'm telling you, man. That's why it didn't get called Ghoulies 3 for a while, because they didn't know whether to call it Animal House 2 or Ghoulies 3. <laughs> that was it. They took the bar! <laughs> they took the bar! <laughs> you guys know, was Bingham still involved? I, I have like, no clue. I, I, it seems like there's more money already right off the bat in this one. Oh, in yeah. Terms of, like, the cast and how the Ghoulies... Right. Yeah, the Ghoulies doing. were really well done. Oh, those. yeah, dude. They weren't just puppets. I mean, there's some scenes in one and two that are so bad, like you can see, like the hands moving right. the puppets out of the way. Yeah, and these these ghoulies move pretty independently in I, this one. I, I was shocked, honestly, with some of the aspects of this movie because by the end of the second one, I was like, "Oh my god, what are these next two going to look like?" All right. This I was pleasantly surprised with this one, ranging from cast and the talent they had in it to yeah. how it, how it looked in general as a movie. I mean, it's it's still you know not very good. But in comparison with the others, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a blast with it. That blonde in the black bra, oh, she's a game changer. She's a reason <laughs> to buy one of those eight packs with part three on it. Yes. And if anybody knows where this movie stand alone, please send it to me. <laughs> yeah, where can we get part three by itself? I thought the ghoulies wearing the clothes was goofy. Yeah. But... It just added to their character, so I was cool with it. I like the plunger to the face. Plunger to the <laughs> face. Coming with that. Great kill. Yeah. Great kill. Um, the campus cop broke the fourth wall with a big cartoon-style bomb oh, yeah. that bounced and landed the in his Acme car. The Acme-style bomb? That's why I put Acme bomb. Yes. It's like what Wiley Coyote Yes, I put cartoon bomb because that's what it was. Guys, I want to be honest with you. It, let's look at this as a college comedy. Exactly. And they go on the panty raid. Yeah. And instead, the girls 
get the upper hand on them, and they beat them with pillows while in the nude. Yeah. Guys, who's the victim? <laughs> I just... <laughs> they're like, we got you, we the got vent. you, and I'm like, I'm laying here and you're naked and you're beating me with pillows. Yeah, yay I'm movies. Like, I still won. I can totally see why Jason Scott Lee was like, I'm doing this movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. And here's one of my notes. Maybe you guys can interpret it. I wrote, shower Ric Flair. What does that mean? You saw them boobies and you was like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> shower Ric Flair. I don't know. Maybe maybe one of the ghoulies let out a woo? I don't remember. I think they did. Yeah, I think one of them did. But it, that's what it was because you saw the three girls in the shower together and there was just... Well, pardon my interpretation, but there was just naked lady parts. I, yeah, I can say that. There were just naked lady yeah. parts in three different showers, and you were like, what is this? Because there was a lot of nudity, whereas the first two didn't have any nudity. Yeah. Like, Beekler's movie had tons of nudity. Right. And it had tons of, like, college situations and the professor and everything that was going on in this movie, and we keep joking about it, but I seriously wonder if this wasn't a script for a college flick and somebody was like, hey, throw some ghoulies in it. Yeah. I hear you. Like, like maybe they were minions of the of the teacher or something who was like, I want this prank war over. You bring them to justice. And they just ended up killing a few people because there wasn't no, there wasn't that many deaths in this movie. Nope. It was all about story. And not even about story, not a good story, but it was all about whatever it was, the story. Yeah. So I thought that was, uh, that was it, man. The last note I have about this is that uh, pretty ridiculous that the professor turns into a ghoulie at the end. Yeah. Um, he turned into the ghoulie that they'd showed us all movie that he was going to turn into. It was in both of his books. It was on the cover of the comic book. If you didn't see this thing coming, you don't understand foreshadowing in movies. <laughs> like or It was like, we're going to see that later. John Carl Beekler made this movie. We're going to see that. Or you just don't expect it. Yeah, I was going to say, you just blew my mind because I wasn't looking really? for foreshadowing yeah. oh in Coolies 3. When the, comic, when the comic book showed that was the controlling factor, and then he compares the cover of the comic book to his actual ancient text, and they're both a guy with the face and the stomach, I was like, he's going to be the face with the stomach later. And he... Like, I really did. I called that one early. You can ask the wife about that. And all I was looking for was puppets and boobies. And I got both Oh, buddy, this, this movie's <laughs> dope. Hey, ladies, listen. Don't let your kids watch Ghoulies 3. But if you and the hubby are looking for a good time, find you Ghoulies 3 and pop it in. Listen, Take a couple of Percocets. Don't let some... the kids watch Ghoulies. Get them Ghoulies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all I've got to say for part three. Right on. Watch it. It's fun. Ghoulies three, man, just yeah. do it, do it, I, do it. Dog. I would say, I would say, you could watch it as a standalone. Yeah, just if you want to watch any of these four movies, watch three. So, mad cheesy. Well, uh, so what did we come up to now? Now we're on Ghoulies four. Unfortunately, where did you find Ghoulies four? Internet. Internet. Really? What was it on? The internet. It was on the internet? Uh, I cannot further self-incriminate. On DVD. Oh, no, okay. Is it on DVD? Yeah. Okay. That's what it was on. Because I'm going to be honest with you guys, and I'm going to say this to our listeners. Guys, I didn't watch it. I couldn't find it. It's not. I, I, I legit didn't watch I'm not trying to be mean, and it wasn't listeners. I wasn't trying to do you a disservice. I legit just, my, my limited resources, I couldn't find this in time. And... I just, honestly, after three, I just, I was like, whatever. I'd heard of it. So, I'm sorry. I'll give you guys the rundown. It's Ghoulies 4. It's 1994. Directed by Jim Wynorski. Straight to Mark video. Seavey. Straight to video. Um, These other ones went to theater? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <right. laughs> um, well, I don't know about three, but this one is specifically listed as straight to video. Well, I want to point out that... Uh, Tony Cox is in this movie, and he plays one of the ghoulies. And for those of you who don't know, Tony Cox is the guy from uh, Bad Santa, and was he in Seinfeld? Like, he's been in stuff. Anyway. Yeah, Barbara, An Barbara Allen Woods plays Kate. Peter Lipus plays, or Peter Lipus is Jonathan Graves. Re uh, reprising his yeah, role from the first yeah. Time. Uh, Bobby D. Bobby D. Sis Cisco Siasco. I don't know. I can't pronounce it. You, you know what? 
Honestly, you I'm play Scotty. We're going to roast it anyways. You guys go ahead. I'm sorry, guys. Like I, like I said, Matt Chan, it's not, I just legit could not get my hands on this one. Um. So, Ghoulies 4 is a return to trying to be a serious horror movie. Yeah. It's trying to come back to that the first one. And it's almost like, this is what we've talked about in other episodes, it's like 2 and 3 didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They go back to 1. Okay. And they bring back um, Jonathan. Is that his name? Yeah. They bring back Jonathan. Yeah. And he's a police detective now. And it's interesting, too, uh, because, guys, uh, spoiler alert, there's no real ghoulies yeah, in this movie. none. What? It's almost like they took the ghoulies and the dwarves from the first movie and mixed them together. Yeah. To make a... <laughs> we just blew Mad Chan's mind. Right? You really did. Like, Completely different. So you get jive talking ghoulie dwarves. Yeah. And there. that's Tony Cox. Yep. And there's only okay. two. Yeah. And um, boy, it's a train wreck. It's an absolute. It is, it's one of the worst wreck. movies I've ever seen Without in my doubt. entire life. Without a doubt. Not even for this show or, or the genre, just period. I mean, it is one of the worst things I've ever seen. I can't even tell you what the plot is from this. And I watched it. I mean, I actually tried to watch it, <laughs> I couldn't understand half of what it was. There were, like you said, there were no original ghoulies, no bugler, no puppetry. My notes say complete shit, literally designed to trick renters out of money. I mean, from the opening scene, you have really no idea what's going on. I mean, it's not funny bad. It's not effective in any way. I mean, it's just Jonathan junk. shoots lasers from his fingers. And yeah. later on, there's a magic crystal, and this chick shoots lasers from the crystal. Yeah. Firing out of the jewel for the big ending or whatever. Yeah, what, what my notes the said. The big ending is them walking backwards. Yeah. Instead of getting sucked into a vortex, there's a there's like a green screen vortex, and they walk backwards. They're like, it. oh, <laughs> <laughs> you just you nailed it. You right got, on you the slide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done that, man. Well, oh, the, into a green screen. I, I know what it's like. I almost threw my remote during the honeymooners impersonation. Oh my gosh! I, what? It, what in the hell? It was like a, they tried to rip off the honeymooners. Yeah, what, just one one more little it? salt in the wound. I was like, why is this here? Was it like nothing? Did he? I just was it yeah, like that? Yeah, Legit? Yeah. He was dressed like him as. Yeah. Yeah. One of these days, Alex. One of these Look, days. On almost every movie we cover on here, I can find a reason for somebody to, that they might want to watch it. Right. I can safely tell you there's absolutely no reason to watch this. Even if you love Ghoulies 1 through 3, because they ain't in this. I mean, skip this movie. Save the time, the money, if you can even get your hands on it. Right on. Garbage. Yeah. Well, did the other the other Ghoulie in this, he played Station in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs> he played Wendy Winston in the Garbage Bell Kids movie, and he was Dink. In Spaceballs. Yeah. Like, you got talent in this movie, Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, and that person, thankfully, has and other the, things to look back on than this. So that's good, also good for them. Freaked. I mean, that kid's got a guy. He's a guy who's <laughs> older than me. I mean, that guy has an extensive collection of movies that he was in. Like, it's... So it's, it sounds to me like there was money. Was there money? Outside of those two, now. Yeah, I mean, like, it had some, for how crappy it was, it did have some production value to it, but, I don't know, before we finish up, I want to ask you guys this, how much of this franchise had you seen prior to, and how do you feel afterwards, now that you have watched them, Uh, as a whole? I saw two and one, long time ago, I've seen pieces now and then, like, of things, Um, I bought the uh, Blu-ray on Nostalgia, and... Honestly, my favorite of the series isn't even on that Blu-ray. My favorite of the series, honestly, is three. Like, I can enjoy a good college movie, and I can enjoy the comedy in that movie. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I watched one about two years ago. I remember you mentioning the first one to me. And I had been drinking. Because as I've explained on the show before, Thursday nights used to be my drinking night. Uh, my my late night, uh, she would work on Friday mornings. I would not. And so I'd spend Thursday night doing man things, drinking, watching shitty movies, and playing video games. Right. And uh, I watched this, and I thought, man, this movie is nuts, son. I was like, this movie is crazy as Troll 2. Now I hate myself for saying that, because Troll <laughs> 2 is a masterpiece. Yeah. Ghoulies 1 is not. Uh, and so I'm going to notch my belt tonight, Robert. <laughs> 
And so I have literally tried to watch it like twice since then before we went into the show. And okay. I thought, boy, I really spoke out of turn. Really spoke out of it's turn. It's a cover art. Yeah. And, it and, confuses I mean, crazy you. stuff. I think, I think the intro to Ghoulies 1 is great. Mm -hmm. Like all that satanic stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's where it ends. Um, but that's it. That's all I had coming to the series. I just remember the cover art for the other movies. And that's it. I, what's the cover art for Ghoulies 4? Uh, it's like the two creatures or whatever that we have in part four just standing, I think, with maybe yeah, like a back to, They're standing back to back, and then there's a, a woman in black leather okay, standing yeah. off to oh, one yeah. side. Oh, yeah, she was a great actress. Oh, yeah, Mad Chain, you would have loved the uh, the leather-clad lady. Um, I don't believe I would have because, like, she's obviously wearing way too much clothing for me to be interested <laughs> in this movie. Well, prior to this, I had seen almost nothing. But right. I, I will say this, and I'm being honest. I would rather watch part two and three and even some of one more than other franchises that we've covered of, of little people and like Leprechaun or Critters. <laughs> what do you mean by you people? <laughs> <laughs> by the little creatures in terms of those franchises? No, I got Like it. I would rather yeah. sit down and watch one through three of Ghoulies than the Critters movies or Leprechaun myself. What? Not so. Critters one. Not Critters. Well, yeah. No, I'm talking about as a whole. Or oh, not Critters okay. two either. In terms of covering franchises. <laughs> As bad as this was, I still found some enjoyment in some of the movies more I than did, I did. Dude. I, found, I found enjoyment in the two and three. Like the um, the theme part or the whatever, the carnival aspect of it was what I remembered. That was part of my nostalgia. And that yeah. was a prequel for the HBO show Carnival. Yep. yep. <laughs> Nick Stahl, baby. That's Nick Stahl. That ain't television. Uh, HBO. I think it would have been better, man. Like, damn, shoot. Oh. <laughs> We're going to break. 50 minutes, and I gotta and say, I'm proud of that. Oh my goodness, dude, I could have watched this. Oh, I'm sorry, guys, I think I could have watched this on YouTube. Yeah, probably. I didn't realize it was that low on the scale that you could watch it. Or is that Amazon? All right. I don't know. Well, wrapping it up. <laughs> we made it, guys. Yeah, we did the best we could. This was. I didn't even watch thing. Ghoulies 4, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, closing out the Ghoulies franchise. Uh, you're one of your disgusted hosts. I am <laughs> Grizzly Hatter. I'm joined by Match <laughs> Professor Wagstaff. Ah, uh, boy. I just, uh, I hope you guys stay scary. Just please, for the sake of Ghoulies. Come back and listen to another show. This please. one wasn't the greatest. Please. Please don't hurt my mules. <laughs>